Welcome to the KIPPS Personal Trainer Application Podcast. My name is Tyler Valencia, and I'm the president of KIPPS and the owner of Time to Train Fitness. Today, we have a returning guest, somebody that I am close with that I've had actually the pleasure of meeting. Sometimes on this podcast, I meet and bring on guests that I haven't had the chance to meet in person, but uh, we've had the chance to hang out, uh, have a meal together, and it's always good to reconnect with our guest, Sean Sewell. He is somebody that is very knowledgeable in our topic today, and somebody that is a fit pro, just like everybody tuning in. But for today, we are going to be talking about being an online coach. At the time of this recording, we're in December, early December 2020, and online training is booming. It's uh, where a lot of us are, and the ability to create quality online content is there. And we're going to talk about a lot of different items from technology to setup to um, even the learning curve for it. And this is really a great episode to tune in for. Uh, before we jump into that, Sean, thank you so much for coming on the podcast again. Oh, my pleasure, Tyler. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to talk with you on and offline. Uh, I learn a lot from you. I love shooting messages back and forth on a Friday night, like, what are you looking into this weekend? And <laughs> sharing how, uh, how to best help people you care about. Yes, yes. And the funny thing uh, that him and I were joking before we started the record here was that we have two topics that, um, and I'll have to get Sean back on to talk about affiliate marketing because he does a great job with his uh, engearment.com um, and what they do for outdoor life and uh, but today it really sparked from this message that sean sent me uh, his, his new setup which he's going to paint the picture for a little bit later on but uh, just a top-notch streaming setup for a fit pro i mean uh, he'll get to i don't want to spoil it but uh, he'll get to it in a bit and i was like okay that's definitely something we got to chat about so sean let's kick it off with talking about new items that you're going to purchase so for most people listening to this everything's going to be new um, and there's a lot of information out there to digest, just like with anything educational, a lot of information out there, who to trust and where, where to go. So where do you usually go for credible reviews and even research on different products? Well, well, besides you and no, <laughs> um, I, you know, I go on YouTube in guilty pleasure. I like to watch a lot of tutorial videos for, um, very high quality content creators like the Peter McKinnons and like, um, you know, people who are not in the fitness realm, but do create very attractive, very good sounding, high quality videos that you can learn from, you know, like how to do this. And they'll probably pop up with like 2 million views because they are really good at presenting. They're really good at editing, keeping your attention and delivering value. And that can go for any profession, fitness professional or anything out there. So always delivering value. So when I, when I go to look to see what camera setup they're using, what interface they're using, are they doing live, what microphones are they using, what's their workflow like? That's a really big one too. We were talking about before push and record is workflow, making that efficient and uh, able to replicate that process and even teach it to people on your team. Um, and there's a lot to it. So I get, I guess basically I've, I've, uh, I have trust in a few people online in YouTube and I've even messaged them and you can the cool thing about YouTube is you can leave comments and they'll often reply to you. I know on my YouTube, YouTube channel, I probably get 40 comments a day. I do my best to reply to them and you build a, a real relationship with these people, a real community and you learn from each other and, and support each other. It's really fun. So YouTube. I dig it. I dig it. And uh, I will tell people that, um, you know, we, Sean and I both enjoy 
using technology for workouts, streaming workouts. And uh, we actually have pretty different setups. Um, what we're talking about today uh, with different setups, it's not, there's not just one way to go about it. Uh, there's multiple ways. Um, and uh, YouTube is a very useful tool. And I'll say that a lot of the information that I got, I got my set, a lot of setup stuff from people that were dealing with church, church streams. Um, they were streaming uh, mass masses. I don't know the correct plural of that, um, but uh, church uh, individuals on YouTube, uh, music industry individuals. Um, since a lot of what we are doing for the fitness industry in general, it has to do with audio. So why not look at musicians that were doing potentially streams of their music? Great areas to look at, just because our industry, when this shutdown happened. Not many were doing it. I think a very small percentage, but uh, we were all pu quickly pushed into it. So there we look at different areas in order to get that. And just how Sean just said, great point that on YouTube, there is community. There is people that will gladly reply to comments or even, I'm just gonna say this because I see a ton. Make sure you skim the comments first. Your answer, might, your question answer might already be in there. Um, instead of just quickly, throwing your question in there, you might just quickly find it in one of the comments because I'm sure that a lot of people are in the same boat as you. So, uh, Sean, let's get to the next one because this is, this is going to be a phone. Uh, to your best ability, can you paint the picture of what your setup is right now? He ran me through this um, and I was, of course, just in awe and loving every part of it. Uh, but kind of paint the picture for your setup right now um, for this <laughs> audio only podcast. Yes. All right. This is going to be fun. Okay. So uh, there's, there's a few levels. So if I'm going to do a group Zoom class, which I do, uh, you know, half dozen or two a dozen a week, I usually use one camera and the camera I use is, and it, it can be any camera, um, a mirrorless camera. I use a, a Panasonic G9. I have a G7 as well. It's not really about the quality of the camera. The camera is just a vessel to, to transmit the image. You can use a webcam. Um, I found that the two biggest contributing factors to high quality is audio and lighting. So you could get away with, um, you know, a good webcam with nice bright lighting. Um, I personally, and my, my, my clients and my students appreciate this. I get this feedback very often, the high quality of using a real basic mirrorless camera, or, you know, if you have a DSLR, anything with a HDMI or mini HDMI or micro HDMI out, and that goes into a capture card. Now, like the benchmark capture card is an Elgato uh, Camlink. And I know during like April, they're out of stock. And, the, you know, I think I, I overpaid for sure. But I overpaid and it paid for itself in the first day. Because it, it captures such a noticeably cleaner image. And the first time you use it with your, your people, your students, your clients, your, your customers, they're going to notice right away that you stand out. You literally stand out. And it, uh, it looks very clear. Um, so long story longer, I, any kind of camera, currently um, as we're filming this, I have a G7 with a prime lens. A prime lens is going to make uh, a bokeh, a really cool looking background, a kind of blurry background. If you have an iPhone and you use portrait mode, that's what it's going to look like in a video. So very attractive. And it definitely makes the presenter stand out again, which you want to stand out. You don't want to be lost in the background. You are presenting your service. And next thing is the audio. So um, as a fitness professional, I will use a wireless microphone setup. My personal choice 
And I know this is the go-to for most presenters, either in private events or on YouTube or live streaming is the Rode Wireless Go. It is $200. It is a, a package, a, a transmitter and a receiver. And it can go into your camera. It can go into your smartphone. Um, it can go into you know a Zoom recording device. Um, it, and the sound quality is superb. It is always good. I record in the mountains oftentimes. And it, it, it does a great job of muffling out the wind. And uh, the only drawback is if you have it on your lapel and if you have a big neck and it kind of rubs sometimes. So keep that in mind. And uh, yeah, that is my setup. So Rode Wireless Go, 200 bucks. That goes to either into the camera itself or I actually go through, get nerdy. Into, <laughs> this is the rabbit hole for sure. The audio. I use a, a Scarlett um, audio interface and that's about $120, I think, $120. Mm-hmm. And it has two channels. And the one channel is for the microphone. And the other channel, this is pretty fun. I learned this from Tyler. I mm-hmm. used music through. So in my group classes, they get to enjoy a nice uh, selection of songs and they hear it and then they hear my voice over that. And so it's just like they're in a group class that, that they all miss from in person and they get to enjoy it at home with their dogs and cats and kids. And I tell you what, <laughs> this little investment, you know, uh, under $500 all in and I use it every day, hours a day and it always works and it delivers a great high quality content and it is very noticeable. And especially if if you take your services very seriously, whether it's fitness or other areas, and you want to present an image and present your message, just it's worth the investment. Yep. You know? Yep. That that was actually the point that we made uh, when we were just talking about setup stuff and recommending gear before we were recording was how the quality stuff that we know works, it might have a price on it, mm-hmm. but the hours and the story that I always tell whenever I do webinars or lectures is about microphones okay. with I, there was a time in my, my career when I was filming content and I used a very poor microphone. It was something less than a hundred dollars off of Amazon and it cut out so many times. I can't tell you how many video shoots it ruined hours of content that once I eventually did it. I bought a nice RodeGo microphone. Sean and I both have this microphone. It's what I highly recommend. It does have a price associated with it, but there was a point in time with microphones, lavalier microphones, that there was no medium. There was either really expensive, 500 plus, or really cheap that that never worked. So something in the middle that's quality, that's going to last you for a long time, that's one of those products right there, the RodeGo. And I will say that there is a knockoff version these days off of Amazon. Um, I can't remember the, the company, but yeah, uh, it, it works most of the time. <laughs> yeah, it works for the instructors that I have with uh, Time to Train. If you uh, know that uh, that is a company that I own, it's uh, uh, about two instructors have it, and it does work. I mean, they're not using it extensively, but it does work for them. It gets the job done. Um, it is just a knockoff version of the Road Go, but again. Um, you know, getting the road go just puts you up into another area there. And uh, with the setup too, what really um, amazed me with Sean's setup, and I'm going to try my best to explain this for everybody listening, is that essentially he had, he has, I think, a three camera angle, <laughs> a three camera angle that he can switch between when he's instructing his class. And a common question that I've seen and gotten a handful of times, well, what if I'm on the ground 
and then I'm going to stand up. Do I need what, what angle do you recommend? Should I be adjusting it between or after? Sean has eliminated that. And I'm not saying if you're listening right now that you need to get a, a two camera angle. Um, there, there is a learning curve associated with that. There's different equipment, splitters, or uh, a boards to, to use for it, but it creates an experience. He's created a nice experience that if he is on the ground, if he is doing Turkish get-ups, if he is doing planks, it, that he can just flip a switch and all of a sudden the camera quality is just as high and it is at an appropriate angle for that person on the other side. So these are little things that answer that question about, oh, is it possible? Yeah, it's possible. It's just there's a little bit of an experience with that. Yeah. Thank you for explaining that. And so the first level uh, we're talking about is the Elgato one camera setup, and that is fantastic. There's two ways to approach the multi-camera. And the first way I went about it is um, I got a second HDMI capture card. I got a, a knockoff brand. I think Teller had a brand like this, and it worked pretty damn good. So mm-hmm. you can switch and zoom between different cameras physically in, in the software, you know. So, um, and again, people will notice the quality of content. I, I don't know if I should go on record saying this, but I was hired by Pavel from Strong First to actually record mm-hmm. because they saw the quality of the content I was able to do live. And so this investment you make into your business, it might pay off in ways you never seek. I yep. wouldn't never in a million years guess that I would be working directly with my like hero of all heroes for kettlebells. Like I've got hundreds of pounds of kettlebells right behind me and get to work with him. And Mike came up with a wireless glow microphone, you know, and then use the cameras we used to do our Zoom glasses. Now we're recording him as we present internationally for a big seminar. Again, uh, if you're putting out content, and I, I know this is a tip we didn't talk about yet, but like I suggest giving uh, people on social media a little feed of what you're doing. If you're if you're recording these high quality things, take a little snippet and show people what what you're doing. It, it will blow their mind, and they'll reach out to you and either ask how you built it. You can help them build it. If you have affiliate link set up, which we might get to in a minute, you might get a kickback from that. And or they might hire you to to teach a class to them or their family or to help them serve their audience like I've done for law firms and, and for doctor's offices and stuff. So you get to become a, a presenter from many different levels. Um, it, it's just a lot of fun. I'm a nerd yeah. for this. <laughs> yeah, it, but that's such a good point that people will see and be amazed with the quality that you can put out there. And I know I've helped other fitness professionals with their setup sometimes for free, just because I, you know, with the, the times that we've been in, I've, I just feel that it's uh, sometimes for me, it's, I get it's more rewarding for me um, just to help them uh, for free with it. And oftentimes when they see the quality of streams that are possible, and just for example, just because um, Sean knows with time to train, we offer a high quality stream, live streaming workouts too. And it's that quality that they, they they didn't know. And oftentimes it's because right now a lot of people are on Zoom. That's what we're recording this through. That's how I can see Sean, but you're just gonna be listening on this. Um, but uh, there's so many factors with Zoom that I often say not to use Zoom, but um, with other items out there, you can offer such a high quality video, audio, and it's just, it's searching. It's searching, finding, researching. Testing, that's one of the other things that um, I'm sure Sean has gone through this as well, that when you purchase something, it might not work, might not be worth your part of your setup. I've returned things, I've resold things, um, got things secondhand 
resold those. If it doesn't work, just return it, sell it. There's somebody else that might find some use out of it. And you know that kind of brings us to our next question about the learning curve with this. Sean, I think does have a little bit of an IT background, but uh, there is a learning curve for a lot of us with it. Uh, can you share some of the learning curve for you at the kind of what the beginning was like for you? I mean, night and day, even though you had a quality stream just a couple months ago, yeah. it's almost night and day again with just a quality improvement for, uh, for your setup. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, trial and error. And let Tyler and I be your most of your failure and save you some time and money because <laughs> we have tried a lot of things. <laughs> yep. You know, um, in my podcast, I've had the uh, opportunity to talk with Tyler and some other really big names. And so each time I would go back and review the video or audio, I'm like, I can do better. And I'm, I'm not saying you have to use the equipment that I have, but I, at the moment, it's, it's highly professional. I got a Rode, um, Rodecaster Pro, four channel podcasting mixer. I have an ATEM Mini uh, 4K switch, which again is overkill, but I've able to make money using these serving other professionals and working with them. So it's for me, it's worth the investment. But again, I think the the capture card, a good microphone like the Rode and the lighting, the lighting's it's, it's actually probably the cheapest part and probably the most effective. Honestly, um, like the lights I use in my studio here, I, I think all in were $200 and they're on a remote control and they can change Kelvins and they're overkill for most people. The, the camera lighting I use most often is 40 bucks. Um, for my wife, she's she was in HR and she's on meetings all the time. I got her a little light ring from Amazon, and she, it, everybody's like, "Wow!" You know, because she does intake for uh, new hires, new attorneys, and stuff. And that light ring, twenty some dollars, lighting, audio, and then camera and all the. <laughs> and but you bring a, a good, a really good point um with the setup but even the lighting the cost with stuff i have a uh, and you'll probably hear this a lot through the episode about uh, sean giving throwing we'll throw each other the compliments back and forth but sean recommended a light uh, that i use for my setup if you've seen some of the tutorials on kips um, you'll see this overhead light that i utilize for it forty dollars great for its purpose um, with lighting and it's a hundred percent agree that the lighting can make a big difference i will Use this example of uh, an older laptop that I that I have that I uh, occasionally use if I'm on the go or you know working on the couch, whatever that might be. Uh, but if I want to utilize that one for a quick Zoom meeting because I don't want to set up all the other gear, I'll just throw on my overhead light and immediately the video quality looks better. But at the same time, it's important to realize what these pur the purpose of these certain lights are. This overhead light. It's not something that you want lighting yourself if you're doing a streaming workout. It's just not powerful enough. And that's one of the common mistakes that I see with some individuals that will take, uh, I'm just going to bring the, the ring light up, uh, example into it. Great for meetings, for Zooms, because it's a close-up light. But if you try to take that light now and light yourself when you're six feet away, eight feet away, and doing a workout, no bueno. Not gonna, you're not going to see uh, any type of improvement and you'll just essentially be just taking taking some electricity out of, uh, on your bill. Um, so finding out the purpose for these different lights is really important for you. If you want to make sure that um, the lights are powerful enough and just doing a little extra research can really make a difference on that. Absolutely. No, you're right. The ring lighting is fantastic for like talking head stuff like we're doing right now. But yeah, it, it won't be adequate if you're a fitness professional. 
Um, the, I really think the, the setup that I have, it, it paid for itself in the first week. And right now I have it on like 10% out of 100%. And it's lighting up the room. And what it allows me to do is that obviously December, it's the shortest month of the year for daylight. Um, so I'm able to train people in the evenings or early mornings. And they don't know <laughs> that the, there's no light outside. It looks <laughs> so you add some hours in your day. Uh, yep. You know, again, this, these are all investments, and even after things calm down, this is my opinion. After things calm down, it's still going to be great to offer these online services because now we can affect people outside of our bubble. I know a lot of us worked in a gym or gyms. I, I had two gyms closed down in one day, so I, I I feel the pain a lot of you guys are going through. But the ability to now serve people anywhere in the world and or create videos that they can purchase when you're asleep, some passive income is just amazing. And I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon. So if you can, I would definitely in, invest in the microphone and the lighting at the very least. Um, and if you, and then the third thing would probably be the camera and the HDMI card, but yeah, lighting and microphone. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, with talking about all this technology and this is a great point uh, to bring it up with using it for additional parts, uh, Sean, can you quickly run through your setup when you are just doing your outdoor videos? Because I'm sure it's a little bit different. Can you run through that quickly? Yeah, you know, running and gunning, uh, that's a term people might have heard. Is So what is the simplest way to shoot a high-quality video on the go? Like turn on the camera, the microphone's on, and run and gun. Uh, in engagement, I would get a chance to interview like Patagonia North Face uh, at the outdoor retailer shows and we do a hundred videos in four days. That's nuts. You don't have time to get the lighting just right. So my quick go-to setup um, is a Sony uh, ZV-1 and then the Rode Wireless Go. And literally I'll put it on a tripod on a rock or on my truck and it could be a, a snowstorm behind me. My dog's running around and it just, it works and it works really, really well. And it comes with, uh, you can get a media kit. It's got a remote control so you can zoom in and zoom out, focus, defocus, blur the background, all the things it, and it almost always works. I finally had it freeze because it literally was one degree on Wednesday when I was filming and it finally froze. I doubt you'll be filming at one degrees Fahrenheit for fitness videos. I was, and I, I finally, froze. but, uh, long story longer again, it produces such a high quality image. It shoots in 4K. You can use it as a webcam. You can uh, get external power supply for it so it never runs out of power. Like I, I filmed a nine hour seminar with this as a prime camera and it maybe $590 for the camera. And it just works great. It's got Sony technology. So the autofocus, as Tyler knows, the autofocus is ridiculously fast. And so if you're a fitness professional, imagine you're doing a kettlebell swing and you've got to have that quick autofocus. This is the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, finding the additional value, which we keep hammering home on. I know we're talking about online streaming training now, uh, but if there are fit pros that are wanting to make a library of exercises, content for social media to promote these services, all these things could be utilized. You don't have to just use it for your streaming workouts. If you're getting a high quality camera or microphone, why not make that content 20 times better? If people are watching your your Instagram videos and they can actually hear you, it doesn't sound like you're in a, uh, I'll say a, a hurricane or anything like that. Yeah, they're probably gonna be more interested. They'll see your professionalism through it. So utilizing this gear across different levels 
definitely possibility. And uh, one more mistake that I just have to throw in there because I've seen instructors utilize it. Um, Sean had mentioned the whole uh, Blue Yeti microphone. I don't know, if, Sean, do you have one of those? Oh, I had one for like two days. <laughs> I, I have one. That's what I'm filming on right now, recording on right now. Um, but I've seen some instructors try to utilize this in their workout. And, and it's the purpose. This microphone is not made for you standing six, eight feet away and working out with. It's meant for uh, my face is probably six to 10 inches away from it as I'm recording right now. I mean, you can change the direction that the audio is coming in for it, but it's not made for your streaming workouts, getting appropriate stuff. And you think about it, the road go, and to be honest, if I wanted to record this podcast with it, we probably could. We, we could both throw on our road goes and we could record with it. Is that the purpose of it? No, but we could because it's that good. Um, so it goes both ways with the, the road go and the, we're just trying to stress the quality of it on that right there. That's a very good point. And the Blue Yeti, I didn't mean to, to speak a little bit. It is fantastic for what we're doing right now. But yeah, like Tyra said, it is not for long, for being far away. Like my microphone I'm using right now is a dynamic microphone going through a process. That sounds good if I'm right up on it, but you can't be right up on the microphone virtually. So yeah, either you get a really nice high-end shotgun microphone and you mount it from the ceiling and you do all the things, which you've done. Or you can just read that road by Let's Go that you already got. And it does work. I've actually used it for probably, probably five different podcasts I've used it for of, you know, last year. And it, it sounds really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, there's so many uses for some of the gear we're talking about. You just got to uh, sometimes bite the bullet with it, with the cost of it. Because I try to think of what I paid for mine. I think I got it on a little bit of a deal. I, I know I paid a little under 200 but you know, expecting to pay between 200 to 220 is about what you're going to see for a road go with that. But it's again, Sean's right on it with the hierarchy. Lighting, audio make a big difference. And oftentimes these days, somebody has an iPhone in their pocket, an iPad at home that you could use for your camera. That's going to provide something that's high quality for your clients. And that kind of steamrolls into our next question about the technology and the experience for people. Sean, with your setup, which is just phenomenal. What do you think that does for the people on the other side? How do you think that they, what they take from it? I don't want to speak for them, but, but when I see their face light up for the first time when they jump on their first class, they're like, this is a possibility consistently. Um, they have confidence now. They're like, this person's professional. This person invested in presenting in, you know, whatever kind of class or whatever kind of fitness you're offering, you already invested in the education. This you're now in a new realm of presenting. So why not just invest in the technology to get the content over to your people? They will, they will appreciate it. They will appreciate it. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely see that. And I, when I think about quote unquote, traditional working in a brick and mortar, we try to find different ways to be a professional. How do we stay professional in our industry? We talk about those types of things and, just right now, or even online workouts, there's a different, there's different avenues to be professional. And I mean, well, something that we haven't even talked about yet is with tripods. But if you are doing a streaming workout and you are trying to, uh, trying to MacGyver your phone or your camera uh, so that it's just like, 
just somewhere on the ground or holding somewhere. So nobody's going to want to pay for that. You are, you can still offer something that's highly professional that people will easily be like, okay, your, your price per hour is $75. Definitely. This is definitely worth my time. You've made it easier for me to, uh, I can save, um, you know, with, whether it's their gym being closed or whatnot, I'm saving on there. This is a great cost. I see the value in it. You are building that value. That's often a term you hear with personal trainers in their education or even in different types of offerings, building value. You're building value in your service so that when they see it, it's something that they, yep, where's my credit card? Where's my, where's my visa? I'm going to swipe it right now. Yeah, that's a very good point. Oh, gosh. I, I used to see this all the time when people would shoot little videos for Facebook and Instagram. They just lean their phone up against the wall. Or whatever. I'm like, oh, my God. Here, I'm, for your birthday, I'm buying you a tripod. You know, it's uh, you can get a tripod for like $15, $20. You can yep. I'm gratify when it's $180 that you just absolutely do not need. But, <laughs> <at it. laughs> um, but the one I'm using right now to film on, $35 tops. But it, what it does is it allows you to have the appropriate camera angle, which is very important. And you'll, you mm -hmm. know, camera angle. you know, I often advise people to have either at eye level or a little bit higher and then looking down a little bit. It uh, is more flattering for you <laughs> for one. They don't want turkey chin, but um, yeah, a tripod plus they're, they're portable. So just to drive home, how important and how valuable the gear is. I always in my backpack, whether I'm going anywhere, I do fortunately get to go to my gym still. It's very reduced capacity, but even when I go to the gym, if I go outdoors, I carry the camera, the Rode Wireless Go, and the tripod. That way, on the spur of the moment, I can create a series of exercises. I can create or gear reviews. I can create anything, and the, the video quality and audio quality is consistently great, and people know to expect that. They know I just didn't shoot it you know, willy-nilly on my cell phone in a windstorm. <laughs> and so they come to expect this quality. To Tyler's point, they they will trust you more. They'll look to you as the authority person for this category. And they know that they're going to get value. They're not going to waste their time viewing your video with horrible audio. They know they're going to get high quality. And again, you're worth it. You've already invested your education in your fitness, in your business. Just Show how, how good you are on the camera to your people. Yep. Agree. 100% agree with that. And, you know, thinking about the experience, the members, and what they're going to get out of it, you know, why not make their choice easier for them? It's a item that I keep going to this example of when we, when you worked in a gym, I've worked, I used to be a personal trainer and worked in a gym and how can I attract new members? How can I, um, you know, build my client list? These are items that can put you ahead of competition. That's something you, you, I feel like when you start off, you talk with your manager about that. How can I compete against these trainers that have been here a while? And an argument that you see a lot in the fitness industry is about education and experience of, of trainers. And how somebody with just a weekend certification can get clients. They, they can be a, a well-established. They can be a personal trainer that makes a good, a good income, a good career out of it. Here is now fast forwarding to 2020, December 2020. And here is something how you can set up a career with this. There is the possibility for this. And just the point that I'm trying to make is that this investment, and I'm glad that Sean did say earlier that 
the first week of him getting this stuff, it definitely paid for himself just with the ability to create that consistency, people being uh, flattered with it and wanting to be a part of it, creating that engagement, all things that we want in an online presence. So really fascinating stuff there. So Sean, next one with the purchases that you make. So this is something really interesting because as you climb up the ladder of technology, buying this gear, what are some of the items that you've purchased that make your setup easier, make your life easier when you're doing this? Oh, good question. I think um, buying high quality gear that works is is uh, been priceless to me. Well, I know I had a price at one point, but knowing I can count on the gear, like I mentioned, in down to one degree Fahrenheit, knowing I can have the battery life as long as I have the proper cords plugged into it, last a whole day, a whole day of use. Uh, knowing the microphones always work and always sound good. Um, so that, the setup I mentioned a few minutes ago, the Sony uh, ZV or VZ1, uh, it just came out in May, and it was designed to be the simplest, most attractive-looking camera for entry-level users. And meaning, you can, without adjusting any settings, just push record or stream through it, and it's going to look amazing. It makes you look like you know what you're doing, if, even if you don't, right? <laughs> I've definitely spent more money on other cameras and lenses that took a more learning curve to, to learn how to make them look as good as this camera does. And I'm not sponsored by Sony, but you know, I'm a fan of this camera and I'll roll <laughs> set up because it works, you know? So again, everybody here listening to this or whatever has had that, that strike of creativity. Oh, I want to create this sometime. This, this client asked for this workout video. I want to shoot it right now. If you can quickly turn on the microphone, quickly turn on the camera, put it on, it's already on a tripod probably, like my backpack, I pull out the tripod, stick it on a plyo box or on top of the desk and record when you're just peaking with creative energy, that right there is worth the investment right there, I, I think. So um, at the very least, the camera, the microphone, and then the lighting, of course, which we talked about, uh, those have been great investments. Sure, I've, I have higher end stuff that I do use on a daily basis that I would recommend if somebody had the wherewithal to get. I'm um, going to be hosting an international podcast or seminars. <laughs> that's coming handy. At the very least, would be that's under a thousand dollars for all things in in it. Professional quality, legit professional quality. In fact, a lot of YouTube videos you see are shot with this exact setup. So, mm-hmm. estimate it's good enough for a person on YouTube with two million subscribers. It's good enough for you. Yeah, like, just find a way to get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. So it's a very good point with the the credibility of it, but even um, you know the purpose of it. Uh, something that Sean and I were actually chatting about right before record. Another item, uh, Sean and I are friends, so of course we talk before we record. Um, that uh, something that I highly recommend these days is the iPad Pro, and this goes into what is your uses for it. When Sean and I talk about these items, you know we use these for multiple items. Sean filming product reviews, um, Sean filming exercises, doing his streams for his his clients, all these types of things. The gear all works together for it. You know, for myself, the question came up today was when should I buy a high quality camera? Somebody that I consult for asked this to me because they know that I have. It was when we were doing a little Zoom meeting today. She saw it in behind me. It's usually it was right over my shoulder, and so. She asked, I have a Sony a6400, if people are wondering. It's a very nice camera, but it's, it's over $1,000. Uh, and 
but that's one of the items that I use quite a bit. I use on a weekly basis because of what I do for my profession with KIPS, filming lectures, I'm filming webinars, I'm filming uh, YouTube tutorials, items that this camera comes in handy. Can I stream with it? I sure can. I do have a cam link. I can connect it to my computer and I can stream with it. Um, and it's, it's great for streaming. But for somebody that is not doing those, an iPad Pro can solve, I can check many boxes for you. Quality camera, quality processor in the machine. It's essentially being able to compete with the laptop, what they're putting in the iPad Pro these days. That, that you can run your business, do your streams, record content. And then now you just got to think about some of the other items that Sean and I talked about with lights, uh, a microphone to add into there. But that's another great piece to think about. Uh, especially with the quality of what they do with these iPads these days, really high quality. That's a good point. You know, and something I was thinking about too, I don't have an iPad Pro, but that would be, I think, about the same price point as the setup I just mentioned. So you could do the iPad Pro. But one of the benefits I think of that, would you have you have a, a large screen to view yourself. Yeah. Right? To a smaller screen on the camera if you're not streaming into yeah. it. Um, and plus, you then you have an iPad and watch movies and read books and stuff. Yep, good point. Very good point. That it's multi-purpose. The, the screen on it. I mean, it's uh, Retina display on it. Such a, a beautiful piece of machinery, really. And the cost on it, you know, they are pricey, uh, but they have the the relatively new. All right, it is very new. The iPad Mini that came out or the iPad air that also came out that has a, a similar processor in it. Um, but you just got to look at the specs, compare it to what your needs are as a fit pro and how that fits into your budget and what you want to do. There's still other items on there. I'm not just saying just buy the iPad pro. It's installed all your issues, you know, <laughs> your tripod, your lights, microphone, those all, all come into play. And uh, this is just one of the items that can hopefully make it a little more efficient for you. So, Let's get to the podcast takeaways here, Sean. This is a can be a little dicey, and that's what we try to do with the podcast takeaway: is ask a question that can potentially be dicey. And I always tell the guests that they can answer it however they want. If they want to throw in some stuff in there, please feel free. There's nothing. Um, everybody that know, that listens to the podcast, they know that this is about professional development and along those tracks. So, Sean, what are your thoughts on at-home training moving forward? past December 2020? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I, the first week or so, I was pretty concerned, you know, that we wouldn't be in person anymore. Um, but I have quickly appreciated what we can do online, and I don't see it going anywhere. I, I, if anything, I think it's become more prevalent as people realize, well, there's a lot to realize. One, uh, you can do it, the person, the student, the client can do it at their own home, they can share that experience with loved ones. I, I love seeing the kiddos or dogs or the husband or the wife come in the room and, and join, especially in the group classes. It's really rewarding to be able to still be of service and be valuable to other people, even though it can't be in person for you know all the obvious reasons. And then also, I think it's just people are appreciating the the time value as well. They don't have to drive anywhere. They don't have to use up resources, fuel, parking. There's a whole host of things that they're saving now. Um, 
sure they're missing the in-person socializing, but I'll tell you what, I always open up my cameras 10 minutes before and stay five minutes later just to kind of riff with people and just to have a connection. And it's been a lifesaver for me, honestly, to be able to still see the people I care about. And if anything, new people, a lot of new people um, are jumping on this that I never even thought would be my target audiences. And so that right there has been amazing too. And I don't think it's going to go anywhere. If anything, it's become more prevalent. Even if things do go to less restrictive, I think that people are, are going to appreciate the ability to hire somebody that's not even in the same zip code and get exceptionally high quality service. Um, yeah, I don't see it going anywhere. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree with it. And the point that I bring up a lot with this is that there were companies already doing this prior to the shutdown, that there were fitness companies, big ones, going online, making at-home fitness popular. And so it really just exp, um, you know, made this exponentially grow. And uh, it's really something that you, you got to really look at for your business and it can make things more efficient. Uh, the point that Sean just said that it's been part of my life for quite a while. I do have a, a gym membership. I haven't used it in quite a while, but uh, I have an at-home gym, a relatively nice at-home gym, and it saves me 15, 20 minutes in the car. I can now take that time and apply it somewhere else in my life if I need to do a house errand, if I need to, if I want to spend time with my wife, if I want to do something with my cats, I can take that time with, with it and apply it somewhere else. So that's an efficiency thing. It's uh, how you want to spend your time. Um, if you want to spend it in your car driving, feel free. I enjoy going to the gym when able to. Um, so it's just something to consider without home training for fit pros and how you want to uh, invest in items and all that kind of stuff moving forward. So before we sign off here, Sean, please make sure drop and tell everybody uh, more about Engearment, Colorado Personal Fitness. I'll give the social media stuff, all that stuff. Oh, I appreciate the opportunity. Um, if you enjoy the outdoors and you'd like to learn more about outdoor gear, um, I do own and operate a company called Engearment.com. We have 35 riders, men and women of all ages and backgrounds. And we we work with Patagonia, Black Diamond, any company you've probably ever heard of and probably a lot that you haven't, we work directly with them to test their gear out in the real world. And then I often shoot videos with my dogs in a blizzard and then we write about it and hopefully it helps save you some money and find out what is the right gear for you in your adventures, whether it's stand up paddleboarding, splitboarding, skiing, biking, running, and fitness. And um, it's just a pleasure to work with these riders and, and work with international companies and Go out there and use the camera that we're just talking about in a different situation to earn an income mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of different you know ways to put food on the table. And then the fitness business. I've, I've been training for probably 15 years now, and I, I love it. I, I really enjoy helping people. Uh, my Colorado Personal Fitness is uh, part online and part in person, and I enjoy using kettlebells and TRX and mace to help people get fit for the outdoors and use that gear that they just bought from Engagement. Good so. stuff. Really good stuff. Um, I've personally watched the Engearment videos, quality stuff. You might be able to uh, hop on YouTube right now, go check some of those out and see, wow, Sean is using the exact gear that he talked about, as I said. So Sean, as always, thank you for coming on. We are definitely going to need to set up another episode to talk about affiliate marketing, product reviews. Again, another source of revenue there for FitPros. So we'll, we'll uh, set something up. 
We'll get that episode scheduled. But thank you all for listening. Make sure that you subscribe wherever you're listening to on this podcast, whether it's Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, um, or iTunes. Subscribe so that you're notified when the next episode comes out. Thank you all for listening.